we're putting God first and believing that he's going to help us accomplish our impossible goals. I'm Melody Bateman. I'm a running coach, and I believe in letting the real you out. I'm Tracy Robbins King, and I'm a creation coach. I am enthusiastic about helping people make incremental progress. And we're three peas in pod as we're entrepreneurs, runners, and podcasters. So there's going to be a lot of nerding out. Episodes drop Monday. Woo woo. Hello and welcome to the 52 Weeks Podcast. We got Melody, Steph, and Tracy here. And today we're going to be talking about food and meal planning. And it's going to be so fun. But before we jump into that, I want to ask both of you to uh, what your, I want to hear one win and one loss from the week. Steph, Mm -hmm. you want to start? Okay, or maybe but, need a second to think. Um, I'm I'm just thinking about last week. I'm looking at my calendar. Oh, okay. So I went to my friend Carolyn's wedding, and I just like love love, and um, they credit me for <laughs> meeting. <laughs> they would have met anyways because we're in the same neighborhood area, but um. But I invited him to different nights that I was doing when I was planning a lot in the fall. And I just, like, love seeing people in love. And I love weddings so much. So that was so much fun. Um, I feel like this last week. So that was a win. And then I had, like, my um, niece got blessed. And so we had a lot of family time and, like, birthday party and stuff. So I just really enjoy spending time with my family, and I'm grateful that I have so many opportunities to spend time with my family. Um, so that was a win. And a loss was, so Melody and I have been doing this like challenge, and I started later than her, and I fell asleep one night without doing two of the things, which would have taken me five minutes. But I took that loss into a win, and instead of being all or nothing the next day and being like, well, I messed up, it was just like, no, we aren't starting over again. We're continuing. So, um, so yeah, that's my, those are my wins and losses. Thanks, Tracy. She's doing a little. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hearing for you. And honestly, though, I think all or nothing thinking really does make you depressed. Mm-hmm. So that's a real big win to say, like, ah, we're just going to keep going because that's, right? that's the way that you're going to feel successful because that's real life. Like, that's where life is more dynamic than all or nothing. And so it's help, healthy to, like, just keep moving forward. Okay. Like, I'm not going to yeah. Well, and I remember um, one of the guys that I interviewed on the podcast, he was like, He's like, I do my habit, like my habits and routine 90% of the time. And I was like, oh, that's not like a lot of the time. But then you think about it, like that's majority of the time. That's Saturdays, that's Sundays, you know. And so on the habit tracker, I'm still at 98%, you know, like, and so I think to just stay above 90 for me is a good goal. And then it gets rid of that all or nothing and gives the opportunities if it doesn't happen. One day it doesn't happen, but I like having the stuff because, like, last night, I just had two things left, and I was like, oh, I don't want to do them. I was like, no, those are two easy things. 
do them. It makes your day better. And one is to clean for 10 minutes. And it just makes my day start out better. And yeah, so it's Way good. to go, Steph. Way to get it done. So, yeah, Trace, what were yours? So my win was that I had my event, my Tina. Yes. My event was last Thursday um, afternoon, and that happened, and I'm glad that it is over. <laughs> and, you know, just the anticipation and stuff. It's just nice to be like, okay, that's in the past. So I did that, and then my um, – I would say, like, my – I had a really good week last week. I mean, this this has been a really good week. Um, but I would say the thing that's been struggling is my scripture study. Like, actually, I just feel like for the last few weeks, I just haven't, the last two and a half, three weeks, I haven't been on top of my scriptures. And that means that I'm getting behind on my Old Testament reading. And I, even though I feel like Heavenly Father's like, don't, I don't care so much about the Old Testament. I'm like, <sighs> I want to finish it this year, you know? And so I just think for me, I've been super consistent for the most part. So just getting up, like catching back up, but also I really feel the need to be reading. I feel like I feel the need to be studying the scriptures, not just reading them. And so I feel like I, I just haven't done that. And so that's my last, that's the thing that I'd like to, I want to recalibrate on that and Awesome. So, Steph, you already did this, but my next thing was going to be, okay, now turn your losses into wins. <laughs> so, way to go, Steph. Tracy, how can you turn your scripture study loss into a win? I think it's I think it's um, a win in the regard that when I don't do it, I do feel a little bit of a difference. I can tell that life is a little less that I just can tell it's a little less bright. <laughs> That's a good thing to realize, to just see the contrast. Contrast helps you see, makes a difference. It's not so interesting with scripture study. I, I feel like I always talk about it like you get out of the habit and you don't realize what you're missing until you pull out your scriptures and you read them again. And all of a sudden you have the best day ever or, or, or you just feel good. And you're like, Oh, this is what I've been missing. I can't believe it's so easy to just kind of fall off and forget what it does for you. You know, so that's awesome. Um, a win for me this week, you know, I never, answer my own questions like I think of the questions I'm going to ask you guys but then I never think of an answer to them um well my loss for this week was I also missed a couple things on the 75 tough challenge um but I'm going to turn that into a win because um I mean kind of same as you stuff I feel like I'm, I'm in this phase of life where I'm learning to not just push all the time. I'm learning to like back off and give myself grace. And I think it's been really good for me to, to miss a day. It was kind of like when I was in high school, the first time I got an A minus instead of an A, it actually was really good for me. And, and then I got a, I got a B once in high school and that was really good for me too, to kind of be like, Oh, it's like, it's okay. Cause then once I got that A minus or once I got that B and then I didn't have that pressure to like maintain the 4.0 and and I gotta be and realize that it wasn't the end of the world right so I just think it it was good for me to be like oh look I missed a day but 
I'm still fine. Like I'm still here and I'm just going to keep going. So um, I think that was good for me. And then a win-win would be, um, I'll say, you know, I'm actually going to count this as a win. So I decided to go swimming with both of you last night instead of doing my workout, which is a win for me because I'm, like I said, I learned to not um, put so much pressure on myself and there's nothing wrong with missing a workout every once in a while. And it was a really, really fun time. So I'm going to say that that was a win for the week. I feel like we were such bad influences though to have you miss your workout. And I feel bad that I keep bringing it up. I'm like, I'm like, dude, anyways, I feel bad. I hope you guys aren't like, I really love hanging out with you. It was a win. That was my win for the yeah. week. So it's just my guilty conscience. I feel, I just feel guilty about everything, but it was good. It was a good time. Um, You're changing that. You believe not everything makes you guilty anymore. We're changing that belief. You're right. You're right. I'm releasing my guilt and I'm learning how to feel better about life. But also it's also like you you know that what makes you feel good. And so I think it's also just being really making the realization like, oh, I feel better when I work out. And I don't know if that's something that I can continue to do if I am not like that's just like a very rare experience. I don't know. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So you're you're right. Changing the wording. I not, not everything makes me feel guilty. You're right. You're right. Okay. Um, moving on, let's talk about food. So the challenge this week was to make one new recipe and then to just kind of think about meal prep and grocery shopping and kind of what your system is for that. So I just want to ask you guys, what new thing did you make this week and how did it turn out and what was your experience? I'll go first. Red lentil, cauliflower, uh, I think it's curry. <laughs> That's what it would have been called. Mm-hmm. But I did it in a crock pot and I let it cook for too long and my crock pot wasn't big enough. So it kind of turned into mush. Oh. <laughs> nice mush. Cauliflower <laughs> lentil mush. Everybody, I know you're so jealous. <laughs> jealous. Uh, but David and I have still enjoyed it, and we've been eating it this week, so we we still have eaten it. And it wasn't a complete fail. There's times where I've had complete fails where it's like, this isn't going to get eaten. But it's getting eaten, and David is like, you know, it's kind of mushy, but it's food, and it's going to feed me for the next, like, four days. And I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's that's the condition of the food situation at my house right now. So the fact that I made food was a big win. <laughs> and uh, that's just the reality. So I think it's funny. I went to see, I think his name is Ryan Hamilton. Oh, yeah. He's so funny. Yeah. I went to see him on Thursday. I didn't know he was in town. Yeah, he came to town on Friday night. I saw him Friday night at Kingsbury Hall. And one of the things he made a joke of is he said, I go and spend $200 at the grocery store. I put it all in my fridge. I open my fridge and think, I have nothing to eat. (laughs) 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 That is the truth. Like when you buy vegetables and you have to make your food, you open your fridge and you feel like you have nothing to eat. 
and you have to create it. You have to create the food. And that is annoying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just not, I'm kind of out of my groove, but I'm just going to tell you guys my real little, so that's what I made. That was the new recipe I made. I, I did make a couple other things and that was good for me. I made another curry and that curry was delicious. It was a potato, a potato corn and red pepper, bell pepper and zucchini. I did a, nice. a green curry, a green curry. So I'm a curry person. I make a lot of curries. Like that's what I go to when I'm hungry. I'm like, ah, I just need to make a curry. But curry actually takes about 30 to 40 minutes to actually make because you have to do your onion and then you have to cook down, especially if you use potatoes, you got to cook down your potatoes and your potatoes are going to take you 25 minutes to cook down. So and get soft enough so that they're ready. Um, but I, I made a really delicious curry as well, which we were happy about because it means we had food to eat when we look in the fridge. And then uh, I had a bunch of fruit. And also I just recognized I got a, I got these, they're these delicious, they taste like, they've got like almond flavoring, but they are these little cookies. They're these gluten-free cookies from Schmitz. And they're these horns, they look like little, anyway, they're, and um, I got a bunch of them for the event and I was like, none of the girls wanted them. And I was like, I have all these cookies. And then I ate a lot of them in two days and it made me sick. <laughs> and so I just want to tell you all, not many cookies because your body, my body could not handle it. Like I, I, Friday night, I was sick to my stomach after because we had gone to Chris Hollifield's realtor event thing and we literally ate all this like mac and cheese and oh yeah from the holy grail from the holy grail and then i ate those co a cookie that night and it was like i was gonna die it was not good it was not white. <laughs> it's like the best night ever though <laughs> it was delicious but until it was no longer delicious to my body and so <laughs> i i guess i'm sharing this with you guys in the regards that i I think food is an interesting experience. Mostly when I don't pay attention to it and I don't focus on it, I don't cook as much. I don't have as many things available, so I'm more hungry and I'm more willing to just eat whatever comes. But when I have prepared and I do have food, I'm more likely to eat my food and to stay on the things that I really enjoy eating. I have this delicious dressing. It's a sunflower dressing that David loves. And he's like, I'll eat all this salad with this dressing on it. And so it's super yummy. It's called a sunflower cilantro dressing, and it is so yummy. So we, I make it, and it's super yummy. It's super quick, and it makes your salad so much more delicious. So we've been using that as well this week. Um, I made it on Sunday, and so yesterday David and I were making, we were eating our salads with our sunflower cilantro dressing, and it was yummy. And then um, to conclude this very long message, I mean this very long part about food, because I could even talk a lot about food. Uh, the thing I'm going to conclude with is that it's a journey, but I have a menu planning thing where I put it up on my fridge and I have a list where I can write down what I need throughout the week. And then I have, I highlight the meals I'm going to make during the week and just decide from those which ones I'm going to make that day. And I've decided I'm a person who needs variety. I don't like deciding before the day. I like to decide the day of what I'm going to eat. So I'm not a person who likes to be like, Monday's this, Tuesday's this. I'll never follow it. 
I'll always break it. So that's, I just have like a list of things that are my go-to recipes. I go through it, I highlight it. I look through the, the ingredients to see what I need to do, add the ingredients and then put in my order to the grocery store. When I'm on top of it, that's what I do. Oh, so do you like pick stuff up from the grocery store once a day then? So if you know. Oh, I do do it for the week, but I choose the like five meals for the whole week. Oh, I see. I just choose that day, which one I'm going to make. Oh, okay. I see. I was going to say then, how do you know what to get from the grocery store? That's really smart. Okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, that's all. That's I'm done. Okay. Awesome. First of all, I want to say thank goodness for husbands who are not picky, right? That's the nice that David's like, oh, food that will sustain me. (laughs) He's like, it's mushy, but it works. My husband's the same. I feel like I'm pretty picky about my food. I mean, I guess I won't say I'm super picky, but there's some things that I won't eat. But Jacob's like, oh, food. And I'm like, thank you. That makes life so much easier. Um, So true. All right. Um, okay, and also side note, I massaged this lady the other day with five kids, and she makes everything from like everything is from her garden in her backyard. And she basically just cooks all day every day. And I'm like here like trying to figure out how to do this just for me and my husband. And I'm like, how the heck do you feed a family of five? Major respect to all mothers out there feeding their family that is a full-time job um anyways I like that you said that food is a journey it totally is I feel like your taste buds change I feel like circumstances change like you have kids or you get married or you know and I I feel like you're it's a lifelong thing of, of always trying to figure out but I was thinking the other day actually okay before I hop in this I, I want you to answer for stuff sorry I have like so many thoughts on no you're totally fine you can go on it uh, okay. I was I was just going to say, um, um, I think God wants us to work for our food. I feel like that is um, it, his plan. For, I, I'm trying to figure out why it, exactly. It, this isn't like a fully formed thought, but it, it's just some things I've been thinking about. Like before, you know, modern day society, like go through McDonald's and buy a meal for $2, like, we, we had to grow our food. We had to work for our food. Uh, we had to hunt for our food. Every day was working like manual labor to feed ourselves. And that, that has made me feel better in making my food. I'm like, this is how it's supposed to go. We're supposed to work for our food. And I may not be growing my own food or hunting my own food, but I do have to plan my food and then go to the grocery store and pick it up. And like, that's an exhausting day. Like I come home after grocery shopping that I meal prep and I am exhausted. And funny thing, I've um, finally recruited my husband to, to help. And so we each do one grocery shopping trip a week and um, we split the meal. So he kicks some and I kick some in the very first week and Jacob doesn't listen to this, so he won't know that I shared this. But anyways, the very first week, he decided to help with groceries. He worked all day. Then he went grocery shopping. Then he came home and made dinner. And he was pooped. And he was ornery. And he was like, he was like, 
complaining he was like you have I was like are you okay like how are you doing and he was like you have no idea how hard that was to work all day and then go to the grocery store and make dinner and I was like babe do you realize that this is what I've been doing our entire marriage like why are you complaining to me right now I was like I know it is so exhausting it actually was really really nice it was like validating to be like see like it is really like it is hard work it is hard work so Anyways, just really interesting. Anyways, Steph, what new thing did you make this week? And and what was your experience like? So I feel like last week and this week, I've not been good at the challenges. And this week, I was like thinking about it. I was like, why is that? And I wasn't home for dinner at all for a whole week. And you guys know me. I've changed my schedule where that is not how I like to roll anymore. But it just was like all these different things that came up and they were all fun things. But as I'm sitting here, I'm like, no wonder I'm A, exhausted from last week. And this week is a little bit of the same rhythm. And so after this week, I'm like, no, I need to make sure to have my three nights at home. Because it really does make a difference um, mentally and being able to prep for stuff. And I, I bought groceries. But I wasn't home and like the food went bad and I had to throw it out. And I feel like that's like the worst thing when you don't eat what's in your fridge and you're just wasting it. And so, um, so yeah, I had good ambitions, but got the ingredients, but never put it together. And I think that um, I'm a little bit like Tracy where I don't need all my meals planned for every day. But it's nice to have it planned out of this is what I'm eating. But I'm actually okay eating the same thing for breakfast every day. I've noticed that, like, I don't really care if that's different. And so I want to just have the schedule where it's, like, Sunday, I'm meal prepping my breakfast for Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right? And then Thursday's always a wild card. You know, like, just... And then the other days it doesn't matter, but I need to have those first three days of the week prepped or else I never eat. And Monday's a super long day for me. And so just sort of remembering the fuel part of things um, and how if I'm not eating um, the foods that I want to put in my body. And the thing is, is that I, I didn't... It was just like when I'm gone, I'm not eating a ton either. And so I just am not. um, It's like if I'm at, uh, I'll usually go to a restaurant. Now my rule is I have to go into a restaurant. So it just takes more time. Yeah, I think it's interesting to hear how... I think I've been, you know, when you have groceries or you're like, I'm going to make this food and then you never make it. It's like, dang it. But at the same time, I also feel like that's part of the process of learning. Mm-hmm. And I'm sort of fascinated, Melody, how you talked about, I am fascinated, not sort of, I am fascinated by you're talking about, you know, we have had to, you know, labor for our food. And even Adam, you know, the Lord's like, like, you will have to labor or your food, basically. And I feel like the better, like the better quality, like 
if you want good quality and if you want to be giving your body what it needs, it takes more work. The more work, the better quality the food, you know. And so that's that's also something I've been trying to tell myself because I I almost feel guilty. I'm like, I'm spending so much time like cooking food and grocery shopping and and also so much money. I feel like as we've tried to buy like the the organic things and the you know free range meat and like our grocery budget and I mean not to mention inflation that's a whole other thing but um our grocery budget has more than doubled and I'm just you know we try to tell ourselves like it's an investment in our health like let's spend this money now instead of spending money on doctor's appointments when we're older right um but yeah you need to work hard for for good food and I think in our society we have to like I was saying, like, I, I feel guilty that I'm spending so much time because I feel like in our society, we're taught to just like grab and go, you know, run through the drive through, uh, grab, grab something from the deli really quick. Uh, so you can do your work and so you can get more done. And Jacob and I have had to train ourselves to, to sacrifice other things and not get as much done during the day so we can spend time making food and eating good food. So I know it's just, it's really interesting. Um, and also stuff I was going to say, I just feel like that's so relatable. And I used to feel so guilty about throwing stuff away and I would find a way this, this is terrible. I would feel so guilty. I would find a way to cook it somehow, or I would eat it anyways, even though I knew it was bad. And I can't tell you how many times I've made myself sick doing that. And I finally was like, you know what, if the food is bad, we're throwing it away. We're not going to force ourselves to eat it. If it's bad, it's going in the garbage. And I've been a little bit better at just getting rid of stuff. But I, and I'm yeah. oh, sorry, what were you gonna say? Oh, no, go for it. I was just gonna say like what you're talking about with the more nutrient-dense food, it doesn't last as long. So you do have to like plan for it and eat it. And I should have looked at my schedule and been like, you know what, actually I'm not at home every night. How am I gonna cook this food? But yeah, what were you saying? Right, but I feel like that's a good lesson. Now you know yeah. to look at that when you're meal planning, right? Mm -hmm. So our thing is cucumbers. I We use cucumbers in so many things. And I feel like I throw away like six cucumbers a week. I'm like, why do I keep buying cucumbers? I have not learned that lesson yet. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't remember. Anyways, I, I will answer the question now. Um, the food that I made was, it was like this Brussels sprout and bacon and egg breakfast. So I've been trying to um, eat breakfasts that aren't really carby and sugary and sweet because that's what I love. Like I love a bowl. My fa my go-to thing in the morning is oatmeal with like chocolate protein powder and a little bit of peanut butter and some fruit. And um, I really like it, but I've been trying to do like less carby things, more savory breakfasts. And anyway, so we tried this. Jacob loved it. Jacob loves savory breakfast and it actually was okay. Um, I'm not a big Brussels sprout fan. So like, why did I make a Brussels sprout breakfast? I don't know. But <laughs> anyways, it was, it was okay. Jacob really, really liked it. Um, but I still am just not a savory breakfast person. And one thing I learned from that is it's okay to not eat savory breakfast. Like I'm going to eat what makes me excited. And then also I'm going to stop picking recipes that don't excite me. Like 
I, I've been picking recipes that look healthy, but I don't think about, oh, is this exciting? Is this going to be yummy? I just pick it because I'm like, oh, that's healthy. And I'm like, oh, Brussels sprouts, that's healthy. I'll make it. And I don't even want to eat it, you know? Like, I've had weeks where I've spent, you know, like $150 at the grocery store. And then I come home and I spend three or four hours meal prepping and I don't eat any of it because I don't want any of it. I literally have gone out to eat like I went and bought a, a poster Vita burrito like right after I meal prep for four hours because I didn't want to eat any of it. And I'm like, that's so dumb, right? So I'm learning how to pick foods that excite me um, because, you know, what's the point if it doesn't excite you? Also, I made this really yummy curry last week, Tracy. If you like curry, I want to send you the recipe because it's super easy to Oh, send but it away, girl. Send it my I way. I will. It's so good. Um, so anyways, that was my experience. And I also think mixing stuff up and like finding new recipes, I think is really helpful too. If you, I think it's easy to get in a rut and you just make the same things. And Tracy, like what you said a few episodes ago about how people would, um, starve to death because they were just eating the same food every day. That is so interesting to me. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I think it's so important to get that variety. In. And then my system with meal prep is um, still work in, process, in progress, but Tracy, you sent me a spreadsheet a while ago of what you use. And I kind of made my own spreadsheet based off of that. And that's what I use every week. So we have a spreadsheet with all of our favorite meals. And whenever we find a new meal, we add it to the spreadsheet. And so every week I just take food from that spreadsheet and I've been trying the like planning it every day, like Monday, this is what we're having breakfast, lunch, and dinner Tuesday. This is what we're having breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And that has been too tedious. Um, and we're never in the mood for what I have on the schedule. So I like your idea of just picking a few meals and then um, eating what you feel like eating that day. Um, and then also, this has been really helpful for me and Jacob. We have an app called, what is it? I think it's just called To Do. Anyways, so you can make lists. So whenever we need something, that's where we put our grocery shopping list and we can both look at it. So we can both add to the list. And when we go grocery shopping, we can just check things off the list. So that has been a lifesaver. We tried writing it down on our fridge for a while, but then we go to the grocery store and we realized we left the shopping list on the fridge. So it's nice to have that right on our phones. So. I use Google Keep for that. But I also, oh. but I, also I remember now, like just because I know my process, I go and take a picture of the, the thing. So I make sure that those things are on there. But yeah, you can, you'll figure out what works for you. I think that's great. Like making those adjustments because you're like, that doesn't work. We have to find a way that actually works for us. Right. And oh. I just wanted to add with the food that you like, Tracy and I did an entire coaching session one time about foods that I like and foods that I don't. And as you talked about throwing out the cucumbers, I realized that I'm always buying carrots. I never, I don't like carrots and there's certain foods that I don't like because they're associated with all my years of dieting and all my years oh my of um, just like forcing myself to eat stuff that I didn't love. And so usually it's any of the stuff that is 
um, would be like a diet food. I'm like, I hate it. Like, I don't, <laughs> don't want to eat it. <laughs> Whereas she worked with me to figure out different ways to eat some of those fruits and vegetables and get the nutrients. So it was like, we went through everything. And so anyways. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, listeners, reach out to Tracy so she can help you figure out how Seriously, to eat. Seriously though, cause I realize so many foods that I'm like, oh yeah, I don't love this food, but I feel like I should and it's okay. It's okay that I never want to have another carrot or that I hate peas, you know? Like why try to make myself eat those? Steph, I, I love awesome. that. It's like doing a food inventory. That's, mm-hmm. like, that's like a food inventory in regards that what do I actually like to eat? What foods I don't really like and what excites me? Because I think you're right, Melody, that we get really bored. We get bored with our eating and then we like deviate from our plans and then we have to recalibrate. But I think it's I think it's the way it's meant to be. I think that that's how we continue to grow. So I would actually say education has always been a huge piece of cooking. So for me, going to specific are, um, people I know who make delicious food that I've just like, I'm like tried and true recipes. I go and I check out what's new. Like what's the foods that are new? Um, I Those type of things like are listening, watching cooking videos. I love watching cooking videos. So I'll just watch cooking videos after cooking video and I'll, I'll think about it for a little bit and then eventually I'll probably make something that I looked at, but it takes me a little bit of time, but that helps me to stay motivated is to see other people cooking. Oh, you know, my sister-in-law loves watching cooking videos and we went over to her house one day and she's like, let's go watch cooking videos. And we sat in her basement and watched cooking videos. And I was like, this is so boring. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's awesome that you like watching cooking videos. And my sister, she sends me, she's, um, she's a nutritionist. She loves food. And she's always sending me these reels of like, look at this more efficient way to cut a pepper. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm just going to cut a pepper how I've always cut a pepper. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I just, uh, you know, there's people who love, like, who love cooking. My, my mother-in-law's one, my mother-in-law and sister-in-law, they just, like, they are cooks. They are so good. And like, I didn't grow up cooking we didn't cook growing up we ate frozen corn dogs and pb and j's for every meal and because my mom hates cooking and i just i just never learned how to cook and i just have never enjoyed it it's just something that i have to do you know and i've really tried to, to like it but i just have finally accepted that like this is not my favorite thing i'm not i'm not a cook i'm not really passionate about it but i have figured out like how how to do it and and how to make it happen and and how to make it a little bit more fun and I'm okay with that um but anyways I did want to share one thing that I have discovered that has been a life saver for me and Jacob so I told this to Steph on a few runs ago but we have started to freeze one portion of every single meal we make and we're just building up um like freezer mills and it's been awesome for sometimes Jacob has to be gone uh, overnight for jobs and he just fills a cooler with frozen mills and then he doesn't have to stop and buy things and um, 
when we are in a pickle and can't make dinner one night, then we have our frozen meals. And it doesn't seem like that much just to put one portion in the freezer, but it adds up over time. And now we have this whole storage of freeze, like single portion freezer meals that we can just grab whenever we need. And that has been awesome. So awesome. And then it's not this like big, like four hour, like meal prep, like throwing the stuff in the freezer. It's just as a part of our dinner every night. We just put a piece in the freezer and that has been awesome. So do you guys have any other like little tips or tricks or things like that that you've discovered that have been helpful? That's brilliant. That is awesome. I for sure want to try doing that. That's amazing. I, my tips and tricks really have to go back to that video I sent you also about planning, the no planning, because she just was, she's like, how do I actually make food? And the thing that she discovered was that like, she, she really, the lady I watched, the minimalist mom, like the reason why she discovered what she did is because she realized that she said there's these go-to recipes that are wins at my house all the time. And so just knowing what those are and knowing you can always go back to those and that you have a list and a reference on that. I think that's the thing. And you don't have to, I just like my, I said, I'm not a person who plans out the week, but when I look at it that morning, I can say, Oh, we'll make this tonight. Or if I need to do any prep for that, you can do it in the morning after you eat your breakfast. And I'd also say that environment is a huge factor with enjoying your cooking. So if you like start, you diffuse an essential oil and you um, fill up your sink with soapy water and you prep yourself to have a good experience, that can actually change the success that you feel. Because sometimes the thing that discourages me about cooking is the cleanup. And so I've discovered cleaning up, oh, I can listen to my Marco Polos or I can do something that's enjoyable. So it's a more like enhancing that activity to have it be more enjoyable. I think that's awesome. I have noticed I, I can't cook if my house is dirty. I have to clean my entire house, like top to bottom before I can cook anything. Um, but I, I think that's like an environment thing. Like I love that feeling of like the house is clean and now we're putting, you know, the home cooked meal on the dinner table. And that does make it more fun and enjoyable for me. So that's awesome. So one thing that I've been doing and it goes against your food needs to be hard to work for, but I live on the second floor. And because of that, I hate grocery shopping and hauling the groceries up. Some might say I'm lazy. I just hate it, <laughs> you know, like it just like hauling them from my garage and walking. I don't know. It's usually two loads and it makes me not want to go grocery shopping. So instead, I've just tried to budget in it's $10 to be delivered and then it's right at my door. And for me, that is worth it because it makes me a not hate my place that I have stairs that I have to haul everything up and B. Um, it takes the pressure out of it and it just is nice that it can be delivered while I'm working from home, you know, like all these things. So, so that's something for me that it's worth that extra money to not have to go grocery shopping and to have it delivered to my door. And usually I, um, like I make the food and eat the food, um, that way. So besides that's awesome. You just have to work for it in a different way. Like you can, like eating healthy can be quick and convenient, but it's, it just costs more money. So yeah. you just have to work for it in a different way. Right. Mm -hmm. 
I think that's awesome. And I know a lot of people who love the grocery store pickup. I tried that. Um, I've had really bad experience with that. I, I should just, I should try a different grocery store, but um, I can see how that would be really nice. And that's also super nice to get your stuff delivered to you. Yeah. Okay, well, anything else? Any other tips or tricks or thoughts on food before we wrap up? I'm a big pre-cut onion person. So my husband mm-hmm. pre-cuts, that's his job. He pre-cuts the onions so that we just have them ready because that is my least acceptable activity in cooking and onions are the base of most of my foods. So mm-hmm. I do not like to cook. I do not, I mean, do not like to cut onions. So David cuts the onions. The only thing that I don't like about it is it makes the house stink when you have a cut onion and it's in your fridge. It, it makes my, I, you can smell it in the house. That drives me oh. crazy too, but oh well. For me, it's worth it so long as I can quickly cook the onion. That's a good tip. I do the same thing. And my sister taught me, because I hate chopping onions too. I like tears streaming down my face every single time. I can't figure out how to avoid that. Um, But my sister showed me how to chop an onion in a food processor. And it's so much quicker. I don't cry. The only thing is I have to clean the food processor afterwards, which I hate cleaning big things like that. But that has been really nice. Um, I did want to ask you guys, okay, so when, when do you guys cook? Cause I feel like in the perfect world, you cook dinner every night and I, I've been trying to figure this out and that's, like I said, we didn't really cook growing up, but who I did see cook was my grandparents and I, I used to live with them and that's what they did. They had a different meal plan every single night and every single night, like on the dot, my grandpa would come home at six o'clock, they would make dinner, they ate at seven, they cleaned up, they went to bed, like that was the routine. And I would love to have a routine like that. But I just feel like in me and my husband's world that like, we don't have that consistent schedule, and we have things planned. And like, I work Monday evenings, and we have date night Wednesday evenings. And like, we can't just cook food every night that has been our biggest struggle is just finding the time to cook so i'm curious what you guys do how do you find the time to cook and what is your like cooking routine if you have one maybe you're trying to figure it out too steph (laughs) you want to go first on this question um so i i feel like the being my week mondays are always super busy so i never cook on Mondays but um I am trying to still figure it out but for me with just one person it is nice that if I make something I can have it for several meals and so that's usually the case right or so on the days that I'm in the studio I try to pack a lunch so that I will eat so I feel like I usually cook Wednesday night and Sunday night so that I can have something for the next day and then the other days are just sort of free flowing. Um, and I've realized that I don't need like, um, I like a lot of like pasta or zoodles and stuff. And those are things that can be made. I think I do a lot of stuff that can be made right then that don't have a lot of prep time. Um, Cause then that's easier for me. 
But as we were talking, I just was like daydreaming. I was like, it's been forever since I've had like a Sunday pot roast and it's embarrassing, but I don't even know how to make mashed potatoes. So I was sort of daydreaming for the, of that for this Sunday. So I'm going to start using my crock pot more. And that that's a very good point about onions in the food processor. It's just like, oh, yeah. And I've done like soups before in the Vitamixer. And so it's like I have the tools to make it easier. It's just remembering. Right. Uh, my answer to this question is, I do not have an answer. I am not your person to give you. I am not your guru. I do not know how to answer this question, except <laughs> to say that it's a process. And I would actually say after the thing I ultimately in my dreams, it's like after I finish breakfast, I plan my dinner so that I know what I'm going to eat that day. And then I just fit it in to the schedule. And I'm like, okay, this is when it's going to work out. And I mean, it would be a dream come true for David. And I've told him that he has to cook twice a week and then he did it. And then it, we just forget about it. We say like, oh, you're gonna cook these nights. And I just feel like it's like setting it down on Sunday. For me, it's a really thing about planning on Sunday. So whenever I plan my weekly planning, part of that is the, the meal planning. So it's like, hey, here's the, here's the plan. This is where we're gonna fit it in. This is the nights we're gonna eat. They were gonna actually cook. And then we're gonna eat leftovers on the other nights. So that's how we do it and that's my that's my thought is that best of luck you got this <laughs> thank you i was just curious that's kind of what we do is it's just a day-to-day -day thing right kind of hard to have a consistent schedule um okay well next question that was a very good conversation on food thank you guys for sharing your knowledge and awesomeness. Okay, now I wanna ask you guys how your goals went for last week and what your goals are for this week. And I did not write down the goals for last week. Does anyone remember their goals? Yeah, I wrote them down for everyone. Awesome. So mine was to complete my event. Yeah. And Steph, yours was to automate and Melody, Yours was, um, hold on, let me look at yours. It was the 75 time, Yeah. right? Okay. Awesome. Tracy, how? Who's figuring out your PM routine? Oh, oh yes, I remember. Thank you. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Um, okay. I just didn't work on that. Anyways. I didn't um, remember mine either, so you're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I completed my event and so I, I got that goal and then for this next week I I want to work I was gonna say to reestablish my morning routine because my morning routine has just been so thrown off and I don't I'm not following it very often but I think the thing I really want to reestablish or what I want to focus on is my scripture study so that's what I'm gonna do this next week awesome I love it Steph what about you um, so automate, even though I forgot that that was my thing, I did do that. And it, you guys, it's so nice having my lights automated, wake me up. It just wakes me up a lot better. Um, and to have like all that morning routine stuff automated. I love it. Um, and this week, um, like I said, I have a lot of, um, stuff on my schedule and I think that's just summertime too 
But I really want to look at my schedule next week, which I know is like the 4th of July and stuff. But make sure that I have several days that I'm saying no to things and just at home because um, I can't survive three weeks of going, going, going. It's going to crash me out. So that's my big thing is just to, um, to make sure that I have three home nights for the next week. That's awesome. I think that's really good. I try to do something similar. Um, so my PM routine, that was like, I did terrible this week. I went on vacation and I stayed till one o'clock watching TV last night. And <laughs> I'm trying to get my PM routine. This is a hard thing, guys. I feel like um, it's so hard to like, establish these habits and things in our world of bad habits because in order to make a good healthy habit you're like you're going against everything around you and mm -hmm. I feel like going to bed early is so hard because the world is not asleep yet like like there's I can hear kids and people like outside playing at mm -hmm. nine I like to be in bed at 9 30 ideally I'm in bed at 9 30 and up at six but I hear people outside and Jacob's not in bed and we're out with friends or family and they're like, Oh, it's only, it's only nine o'clock and, and people are doing stuff and I have FOMO and I don't want to leave. And, you know, it's like, it's so hard. And so part of me is like, well, maybe I just need to like, what naturally happens is a, is I'm in bed at 11 and up at seven. Like that is what's natural for me. And that's what fits into my world and like the people around me. And, um, but I feel so much better when I get up at six. So I'm kind of fighting this, like, okay, should I just do like what's natural and just learn how to work around like my natural sleep schedule? Um, or do I keep fighting it and trying to change it? Cause I do like getting a lot done in the morning when I get up at six. So I know, um, trying to figure that out, but my goal for this week, I'm going to say, um, this is what I want to do actually is I want to, um, try to avoid eating past eight o'clock. I feel like Jacob and I have a lot of late nights and we get home and we make dinner and we don't have dinner until like nine or nine 30. And I always wake up feeling really yucky. I noticed that today I got home late. I had dinner at like 11 last night and I feel yucky this morning. So uh, this week I want to try to not eat past eight o'clock. That's my goal. And I've been doing that not eating past seven, like seven forty-five, and it, it really does make a difference. Cause last night I was like, oh, I like want to eat, you know, but I was like, nope, I'm not eating. And I, I shut off TV and social media at 8.30 cause I was staying up so late and then I really don't have anything to do. So I just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> if you take away your like TV, your social media and food, it's like, okay, it's bedtime. That is so interesting and so funny. That's why we stay up, because that's what I did. The reason I was up till one o'clock last night is because I was eating and watching TV. And if I so, would have started, I would have done the same thing, because I just wanted to do that because I wanted to show. So I totally get it. Wow. Way to go, Steph. You inspire me. All right. Well, that concludes this episode of the 52 Weeks Podcast. Um, listen to the next one. Thanks for listening. <laughs> and remember to focus on the fire. <laughs> I <laughs> love... <laughs>